has gone by another week is here and it's time for world wrestling radio live right here on twitch.tv slash ring scoops guy and ring scoops.com yeah, ladies and gentlemen it is thursday december 12th 2019 yeah december 12th and um, there's actually a little something interesting uh, here on my calendar. Um, I don't know if you guys can see this or not. It's not focusing. It's not focusing. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. I'm a Mark. I've got DX on my phone. The The cover is DX cover colors, all that good stuff. But there's a little something right here on my calendar. It says anniversary in the business. This marks my ninth year on this day that I have been officially in the professional wrestling business. Nine years ago on this day, I worked my first professional wrestling show doing play-by-play for the Empire Wrestling Federation. I didn't do a whole show. I was on commentary for about two matches that card but still it was my official debut and it was the one and only time that I was a heel on commentary but anyway I had a lot of fun that night it's good stuff it led to everything that you know it's going on today here in the world of professional wrestling and world wrestling radio and ringscoops.com and all that good stuff ladies and gentlemen it was also 10 years ago a couple days ago 10 years ago uh, that this project known as ringscoops.com was renamed to ringscoops had many names over the years, right? The whole project started February 12th, 2000, many names over the years for the last 10 years, we've settled on ringscoops.com. So kind of like a little anniversary there. And we're also coming up to the 20th anniversary of ringscoops.com and we're going to be celebrating that in Las Vegas. That's right. This coming February, February 10th to the 13th in Las Vegas. You can join. Just go to 2020.ringscoops.com for more info on that stuff and all the good stuff that we got planned out for that week. Uh tonight I was uh you know on my board here. I only had a couple of topics because I was scheduled to have an interview um with professional wrestler Davion Foreman. Um, however, uh, I I don't know what's going on. Uh, he has not reached out to me uh, for for the interview here tonight. Um, despite confirming just a few days ago that we would be doing this, uh, so I don't know. I hope everything is okay with Davion. Um, you know, I'll try to reach out to him, get in contact with him uh, after the show tonight. Uh, we're going to obviously have to reschedule. Uh, so, unfortunately, as of right now, Davian Foreman, unfortunately, will not be on the show tonight. Um, I don't know why, but we'll we'll find out. But uh, Davion, I uh, hope everything is 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 good, bro. Hope everything is is, is good. 
Let's see. What do we got over here? Oh, I got a notification here on uh, Discord. What do we got? Uh, uh, it's just... Okay, never mind. Uh, something going on on my buddy's D's uh, Discord. Uh, anyway, I digress. All right, so uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about in the world of professional wrestling on, on this show. Uh, this show, I don't know if it's going to go the full hour. Um, we, we've got pay-per-view predictions, TLC. Got a lot of things that happen in the news. Of course, the Wednesday night ratings. Talk about that. Uh, a lot of news in the WWE this week. Uh, my buddy, the DA, um, agreed to join the show tonight, last minute, um, to be an official uh, co-host for the show. And uh, we're going to bring DA on uh, right about now, actually. Let's, uh, let's drag him over here into the chat. The DA. You. You are live on the show. Great to be here, and as always, I want to thank Screen Discord. Oh, wait, that's a different podcast. Oh, man. Hey, should we take a shit on <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> I thought you were going to say in the middle of the ring. <laughs> in the middle of the ring. I mean, it is a wrestling podcast, right? It is, unfortunately, yeah. So uh, I heard you talking about the Wednesday night ratings, and I think that's a, a good starting point. I mean, I don't want to take over your show and tell you what to do. No, that's fine with me. That's, that, that, on, on the format on my board, I have got uh, Davion interview is number one, and Wednesday night ratings is number two. I mean, I, 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 you can call me Davion if you want. Well, the first two letters of his name are D.A., <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't get Davion, but you got Da. Ah, uh, yeah. We uh, sorry, uh, Vion is is not here, but Da is. Yeah, da. But nonetheless, uh, I, I guess the big story was NXT and AEW broke even. <laughs> they did, man. Uh, <laughs> Wow! Yeah, you know, what? It's, it's interesting. Uh, the eleventh week of uh, what's what what's been called the Wednesday Night War, mm-hmm. uh, AEW and NXT both drew um, seven hundred seventy-eight thousand viewers, but AEW still had the demo, but only by a small margin, mm-hmm. by a point point oh four. They didn't get a point four; they got a a point twenty-eight. NXT got a point twenty-four, but yeah, eighteen forty-nine demo. You're in that demo. Did you watch? 18 to 24? 18 to 49. Oh, 49? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're way out of that demo. I am? Yeah. I Really? You still got your tickets tubbed to David versus Goliath. I remember you uh, You went to an antique store and they kept you. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I I gotta pause for a second here. Do you remember when Lawler would always rag on the hearts and always have those great one liners about Stu and Helen? Oh, absolutely. I'd love that at WrestleMania twelve when it was the Huckster and uh the Nacho Man and they had the geriatric match and then later on in the main event when Jose Lothario was was ringside for Shawn Michaels and Jerry Lawler <laughs> Jerry Lawler said that if Jose Lothario and, and, and Stu Hart got into it, it would be a um, a Jurassic Park match. 
<laughs> yeah, he had some good ones. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of great Stu stories. Like, uh, I always go back to that one Jim Cornette said about Stu calling up the, to try to get that storyline of uh, Diana Hart cut off because he was pissed off. He was trying to figure out. <laughs> it was right around the time where uh, I think she was trying to seduce Sean or something. I forget what it was. She, you probably know better than me. She was flattering herself is what she was doing. <laughs> okay, that just sounds disgusting. <laughs> By today's standards, yeah. But then again, it's okay to Google things now, so. Just don't Google yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tweet yourself. <laughs> Or snap yourself, or TikTok yourself, or Ooh, yeah, uh, right? or tout yourself. Oh <laughs> the my kids God. still use tout, right? Tout, man, jeez, yeah. But you know what? It, it is better if you just do all that stuff in your space, and I'll do it in my space. <laughs> yeah. Waka waka. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, going back to the ratings. Uh, did you ever think? Well, hold on. You were watch. talking about Stu Hart. Your your oh, favorite yeah, story right. is Stu. You didn't finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Thanks for getting me back on track. Sometimes I get off track. You know. <laughs> you know, no lie. I read about it <laughs> on the internet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he kept calling around to try to figure out who was in charge of the storyline. Uh, it's Stu. Uh, you know, he called up Jim Cornette, and, and Jim Cornette thought it was a rib. He thought it was Bruce Pritchard doing a Stu Hart impression. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, we Jim all know Cornette. Bruce Pritchard does amazing impressions, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim Cornette's like, oh, you know who's in charge of it? It's 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 that, that Bruce Pritchard. Really? Bruce? He seemed like such a nice boy. Oh, no, he's a pervert. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I just, uh, you know, I'm all about the business and all, but they're just, they're making my daughter look like some kind of hurt. <laughs> 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 the oh. pronunciation on the word here is the one that right. you, really gotta, you gotta go for it you know you gotta go for it in the here it's gotta come from the bottom of your stomach yeah, you, you know when you do it you get a, you, you see the vein right there <laughs> yeah yeah that's my favorite part in beyond the bat when the dude is like talking shit the entire time going into the dungeon he's like well, come on old man what are you gonna do you gonna you gonna you gonna sh- you gonna shoot with me, huh? You gonna you gonna put a submission on me, and then ten seconds later, <laughs> yeah. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs, sir. I can't feel my legs. And the other dude just standing there with a smirk on his face. <laughs> By the way, that was uh, that was wrestling with shadows, not beyond the mat. <laughs> oh, my bad. My my bad. Yeah, you you got the documentaries wrong. Yeah, I got I got them twisted. And you're like Mister Documentary. <laughs> Like you always watch all the good documentaries, you know. You gonna put that in my uh, little lower third, the DA, Mister Documentary. Actually, it just says Mr. On, the line, me. The DA. <laughs> <laughs> on the line. That's what it says. On the line. Yeah, we got DA on the line. <laughs> oh no, it's Hold the Line. That's the song I was thinking of. That Toto song. Toto. Love isn't always on time. Hold the line. 
Never heard that song? No, uh, no, no. The only Toto song I know is Africa. What? Yeah. Hmm. Awkward silence. A moment <laughs> of silence for the last of the mojitos. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah. Stu Hart. May he rest in peace. Yes, yes, Stu Hart. Oh, speaking of Stu Hart, oh, I think there was another thing that Jim Cornette. I just love Stu Hart. Another thing that Jim Cornette said that he just I think randomly rolls off the tongue. I love Stu Hart. Uh, that as as all the kids get older, they sound more and more like Stu, even the women. Yeah, yeah. Can you just imagine? Okay, today I want you to to really take it to me. Thank you. Really, really give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true, though. I mean, you ever watch Total Divas? Like, Natalia's mom sounds like Stu if you close your eyes. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> Poor Nightheart. Yeah. Poor Jim. He, he's probably like, I can't take this anymore. She sounds like Stu. <laughs> probably enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, he got his rocks off on it. She sounds sexy when she gets angry. <laughs> I want you to stick it there tonight. <laughs> it just a little bit lower. <laughs> just pump away. <laughs> but then you put it on a clover leaf. <laughs> oh my god! This the, is what happens when we get when we're doing a podcast the, the, together. The, the, uh, the safe word tonight is maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic because we're also going to use that as the lube tonight. <laughs> Surprising it didn't say maple leaf. <laughs> maple leaf. Oh man. The, wow. the, the code the code word is Calgary. Calgary. The the the, the, the maple clover leaf. <laughs> I'm gonna I bet you were to stampede on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Oh my God, man! You you are one sick mother canucker, man. Anyway, go back to the ratings. Yeah, the ratings. Let's go back to the ratings since ours tanked. Did you think <laughs> that they were ever gonna break even, or not break even, but that they were gonna tie? Like it was always gonna be one, like a, a significant <laughs> difference between the two, right? You didn't think that they were actually gonna be like dead on even yeah no i'll be honest with you that what the the moment i read that today it reminded me of the time i went up to the roulette table and i i put <laughs> i put a lot of money on black and my brother put a lot of money on red and it landed on the double zeros <laughs> it was like oh shit we both lost how does that happen <laughs> that's what it reminded me of seriously like you know, you forget that there's that shit on the fucking table who do you think celebrates in that kind of situation? I know for you guys, you guys didn't fucking celebrate. You both lost, but like, is is that a victory for AEW? Or is that a victory for NXT? Um, you know what? Let's give the the political uh, politically correct answer. It's it's a win for the fans. <laughs> it's it's the fans that win this one because they got to see some great wrestling, whether it be that good old NXT product. Or the newcomers AEW. You know, I I haven't watched AEW in about a month. Um, mm-hmm. I've been I've been enjoying uh, NXT every week. Uh, I thought last night's NXT was phenomenal. Um, which I I I actually got to watch it at like uh, 
early in the morning because you know I got Hulu now. Thanks, thanks to to you hooking me up with uh, information on how to get the uh, the discount. You know the gimmick. Yeah, you know if you go in there and you <laughs> you put your information, see that way you're not going to be some kind of a torrent hooter. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to. I, I would love to know what it sounded like if Sue Hart said "millionaire." A millionaire. <laughs> he was some kind of billionaire. <laughs> a millionaire. <laughs> we, have just, we have just fucking separated ourselves from the entire fucking country of Canada right now. Remember the billionaire Ted skits? Oh, yeah. I remember when uh, we met uh, Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. <laughs> Yeah, and you referred to him one time, you know, not to his face, but in private, uh, we referred to him as Millionaire Ted. Yep. <laughs> and then ever since then, it, that's what we've been referring to him as privately. No longer now, it's not longer private. It's now in the ether of the internet, right? But <laughs> yeah, DA, thanks. Hey, it's good old Millionaire Ted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What other secrets are you going to let out? You get, hey, why don't you go ahead and put a pizza on for me so it'll be done by the time we're done with the show? I'm not letting you anywhere near my sister. Nonetheless. Can we go to Denny's? Did you want to do the 50 Nugget Challenge? At Denny's? We should do a bang bang. We should do a bang bang. Okay, so just for clarification, you need to explain what a bang bang is because people are going to think we're fucking perverts. Perverts. Yeah, a bang boing. A bang boing. Can you some more more? Jesus Christ. I like a boy over here in West Virginia now. Yeah, a bang bang. You go to one restaurant. Like, uh, let's say, like an Italian restaurant or something, right? And uh, you have a, a complete meal at this Italian restaurant. And immediately afterwards, you go to another restaurant of a different kind. So, like, let's say you do the Italian one, and then you go to another restaurant. You go to, like, an Asian restaurant, and you have a full meal there. And then you wait about a half hour, and then you go to the gym. That's a bang bang. Why the hell would you want to start at an Italian restaurant? It's just all starch. It's just an example. I know, but why would you start with Italian? It should be a rule that you don't start with Italian. Why not get all the olive oil go down your throat so everything else just slides right down? Right down your throat? Your throat. Yeah, man. You get some of that uh, gelato? Yeah. Is there any, like, does it have to be a full... Like full on meal with dessert and everything and appetizers, or can you just order an entree? Uh, yeah, entree like a like a meal, um, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you can't do like you can't go to like you know you can't go to like Denny's and then go to Norm's. Like it makes no sense. It's a diner. You can't go to two diners. You can't go to like Little Caesars and then go to Papa John's. You know, which is funny. Everyone out there's probably gonna be like, wait a minute, those aren't. Like okay, so the first two were restaurants, but like Little Caesars and Papa John's aren't restaurants. You have a bang bang in your house. 
I bang bang in my house every night. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's not like there's anything wrong with that. But talk about bang bang. The ratings, NXT and NXT, <laughs> NXT and NXT, and AEW. NXT. They're competing with each other, folks. AXT. Let's call them that. <laughs> AXT. Okay, so yeah, they 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 banged into each other. So that was like a bang bang, because yeah. like a lot of people don't watch them, you know, side by side anymore. Like they, I think they did it like the first month, but like now, like mm-hmm. people will watch one, they'll watch another one. So it's like a wrestling bang bang. It's just you kind of like bring it back around to. The whole Wednesday night stuff. You can mm-hmm. get your you can get your full meal at AEW, and then you can go get your happy meal over there at NXT. And then you know you go to whack off to the you know the, the women's roster or something like that. You know, so it's kind of like you get your cardio afterwards. It's all just like a, like a, like a you know like a bang bang. Go to the gym. Who who and you know I'm even gonna go there. <laughs> And you know me, you know you know how my mind goes. I was about to say some <laughs> fucked up shit right now. I caught myself. But uh yeah, so like with the with the ratings, the first seven weeks AEW won. And then uh weeks eight and nine NXT got a victory. And then last week AEW squeezed out, you know, very, very, very close. And uh then we got as close as we could possibly get this time around with them tying up. And I, I believe all the uh, yellow, yellow journalists were saying it was because of uh, the Survivor Series hype machine behind NXT, which is like, who cares how you get to the finish line as long as you get to you get to the finish line, right? Uh, God forbid the WWE uses their own programming to push their own programming. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Uh, all these years, everybody clamored. Oh man, I wish, uh, I wish uh, WWE would you know utilize NXT a lot more and like their main stuff. It's like Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, and then they do it this time. Ah, uh, you know what? They're only doing it because AEW. Who gives a fuck how they're why they're doing it? They're, they're fucking doing it. They're giving you what you want all these years. I mean, competition is good. I just, I hope it lasts. I really do. I mean, yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, even though I don't watch AEW anymore, like I, I gave it, I gave it two months. You know, I gave, I gave it, I gave it like eight weeks, man. It's just not my they, cup of tea. But I wish them the best. They have an audience. They, they do have an audience, and that's a good thing. Well, actually, let's get into that here too. Uh, Cody Rhodes responded to a fan on Twitter regarding ticket sales for Dynamite. Uh, there was a picture that surfaced from uh, this week's uh, Garland, Texas show that shows a lot of uh, the, the sections near the hard cam to be damn near completely empty. And uh, Cody responded back to that saying that they had 4,500 folks at 80% utilization, saying it was well above market, vibrant crowd throughout, and they'll definitely be back. There's a lot of people talking, you know, trying to defend that and all that stuff too. But you and I, we were talking with McAvall a couple of weeks ago and – Remember, we started pulling up the seating chart, and this was like three, four weeks ago. We pulled uh-huh. up the seating charts for the shows here in December, and uh, they were far from being filled. Yeah. And people are now showing the screenshots of the seating chart for like just this coming, like this next week's AEW Dynamite. 
And it's it looks like there hasn't been anything pushed. No tickets have been pushed in the past month, it looks like. So it looks like the same seating charts that we looked at a month ago. So well, I, I don't know. Are they really drawing an audience? On TV? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, we only know the WWE business side of things. At least I do. I'll speak for myself. WWE does not need to sell out the arena to make money. No, they have all these other things going on. So, pretty much, I mean, I'm not, I'm oversimplifying it, but whatever they're making from the gate is, quote unquote, gravy. You know, it's just extra money because they have their TV deals, they have their merchandising, they have everything else. So, I'm wondering if AEW's in the same boat that they don't necessarily need to sell out these arenas. But then again, it opens the question, why are they touring? Yeah, exactly. If you're, not, if you're not touring to sell out these arenas, then why are you going to these? And I think it's going to come down to, they're not going to end up going to these territories again. Well, hopefully attendance does pick up because like you said before, competition is good. Uh, it's good that there's another player in town. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. Um, if, you, if if it doesn't look like in 30 days, if it doesn't look like you've picked up enough for tickets pushed where the seating charts look the same as they did 30 days ago, it's kind of a, a, a problem, in my opinion. And then, like, goes along with the ratings, too. Like, it, they started off real hot. AEW did. But here's the thing. is like It kind of, like, steadied down. Everybody thought, oh, yeah, they'd be getting, you know, the, over the million and all that stuff or pushing the million. But what happened is because there's two shows on the same night of the week, the audience is completely divided. It's not like one is showing up for one show and they're not showing up for the other one. If there was only one show that night, I do believe that either AEW or NXT would definitely get over a million every week. But it's divided. Yeah. And, I mean, just to give a little bit more context to what you said earlier about when we were looking at the seating charts, we were looking at the seating charts for uh, the L.A. show, right? I think that they're having a show in L.A. in December or something like that. So I think Mac was looking, thinking about going to the show in, in the area. Oh, for WWE. Oh, for WWE? Okay. Yeah, because uh, AEW, I don't think they're, I don't think they're coming out here to the West Coast for a while. Yeah, because, you know, I would be even more concerned if AEW was coming to a quote-unquote wrestling town like L.A. or Chicago or New York and they weren't able to, you know, within two weeks sell some more tickets. You know, that would be concerning. But you're going to these little towns here and there that, you know, I've never heard. No offense to Garland, Texas, but... Never heard WWE go there. Well, that's the thing. I'm looking at like some of the comments here that a lot of people are making. Um, saying like Corpus Christi and, and Southern Texas, like those areas like that, like with the exception of, you know, obviously the Houston and San Antonio and all that. that you know, th those aren't real hotbeds for, for wrestling. And I do believe that. Um, and it's funny because like somebody made a comment saying, oh, crap, you know, we've uh, – you know, we didn't draw that well here, so let's make the announcement that our next pay-per-view is going to be in Chicago. And it was a, like a joke. But then I guess recently AEW did announce that the next pay-per-view will be in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, 
there there's that. And, you know, I mean, you do have to kind of know. You have to hone, you have to know your audience. You have to know your demographics. You have to know what region of the world is going to sell. Um, obviously, Chicago is definitely a hotbed for wrestling. Chicago not only is a hotbed for wrestling, but Chicago is like um, it's home of really smart wrestling fans. Yeah, that you really can't bullshit. Like if you went to let's say, uh, uh, like Portland, Oregon, or some shit. No offense, to, you know, my apologies to the people of Portland, <laughs> Oregon. But you know the reason why I use that as an example is for how many years the uh, they couldn't even run wrestling in Portland or I mean in the state of Oregon. Because the state athletic commission and the governor and all that stuff, all those years got kayfabed into thinking that the business was real, so they tried to regulate it, and that's why they couldn't run. But now it's now it's over with. So, but you can't get away with that in Chicago. They know better than that shit, man. Fucking the home Al Capone, man. Yeah, and they show up for all types of wrestling. Like they show up for Impact. They show up for. Uh, WWE, they show up for AEW. So, I mean, they're not... When we say they're wrestling fans, we mean it in the most general sense. Like, they they show up. You put wrestling on a poster, they will show up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not as tribal as it is on the internet. Like, oh, WWE's better. Uh, AEW's better. No, they, they just want to see a good wrestling show. Well, everybody wants to see a good wrestling show except for non-wrestling fans. Yeah. They want to see it die. And <laughs> people have been saying wrestling's dying for past 30 years. When I first came on the internet, when I first started my website, and I started going around all the other websites to kind of get an idea of like how everything goes and all that stuff, and I would go to the message boards to see what people wanted. Because I, think I did my, my, my research before I opened the shit up. I wanted to cater to people, meet new friends, all that kind of shit, you know? And I would see everybody talking about, oh, wrestling's dead. Wrestling's going to be dead in the next five years. It's going to be dead in the next 10 years. But guess what? 20 years later, we have wrestling every night of the week except for Thursdays. That's crazy. On so many different networks. You got mon- you got three hours of Raw on Monday. On Tuesday, you got two-hour impact. You got a one-hour NWA. Wednesday, you got two live promotions going at it in a war, NXT and AEW. Friday you got two hours of, of, of SmackDown. Then you got the occasional uh, Saturday pay-per-views for both AEW and NXT. You also got WOW on uh, on Access TV. You got uh, replays of New Japan on Access. And on Sundays you got the wrestling, the WWE uh, pay-per-views and a lot of the other, you know, uh, special events that they put on too, like the like Starcade and all that crap. I mean, there's a lot of wrestling out there, and that's just here in the states. Yeah. You got a you got a uh, NXT UK brand. They're thinking about opening up their own brand in Japan and the in the Asian market. Um, it's just it's crazy, man. Not to mention, you know, indie wrestling is at an all time high now. It's definitely getting there. There's a lot of promotions out there. Distribution is different. That's why. It's so easy to do your own distribution and using social media and hashtags and and, and SEO and all that stuff. It's so easy for these people. If they have the money, they have the resources, they have the time and dedication to put put the work in, then they can get their name out there to people and they'll start blowing up. Look at MLW. 
That's another show. That's all. Uh, they do. They I think they they do their shows normally on a Friday or a Saturday, and they uh, replay it as a premiere one hour before Raw every Monday night. And they're doing phenomenal work too. I'd love MLW. Good production. I want to get your thoughts on something though, DA. Moving along. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, in an interview uh, with uh, ComicBook.com, which I, I'm sure you probably visit, right? Yeah, I actually visited that website earlier. Uh, see, I know you. I know you. See, we're, you're, you're the, <laughs> I, I know uh, you. I, I, they know the word. They know the word. Yeah. You're the one best friend that anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in an interview with uh, ComicBook.com, Lana claims that she has been getting death threats from her storyline with Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Here's a quote from Lana. Um, having death threats on me and the FBI had to had called. Uh, I can't even read this. Let me start over. Here's the quote. Having death threats on me and the FBI has had to call me and protect me. And I get death threats on my comments on Instagram, on Twitter. I mean, people are bullies. I mean, today I opened my email account and I had this death threat on my email, end quote. And uh, I guess the email that she had received, it said, quote, you're a slut and a liar and a whore and you are trash and no one will love you. You are nothing to the world and Bobby Lashley is stupid, end quote. All right. Well, first of all, I mean. Was that written by Stu Hart? <laughs> You're a slut and a liar and a whore. <laughs> I know we should have laughed, but it, it is to an extent kind of comical. That's why it's on comicbook.com, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she shouldn't be getting de- death threats. No. I mean, let's start off by saying that. But at the same time, like, you're in one of the biggest storylines going right now, and you're one of the top heels in the storyline. So the fact that you're getting a little bit of heat should make you feel like you're doing good at your job. Man, if you think death threats is a little bit of heat, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'd hate to see what you think what nuclear heat is. Actually killing I, I someone, just, right? I mean... <laughs> I, I just... If it's... Uh, if she's experiencing it in person, then that's an escalation, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just online. You know, you have your keyboard warriors that are like, fuck you, and you hope you die, and all this other stuff. But, you know, it's just as bad as somebody in the crowd saying, I hate you, boo, you suck, get out of here. Like, I, I saw a video, uh, I think it was last week at a live event, and Sami Zayn was getting it a screaming match with a fan. I guess a fan was yelling something. I'm not sure exactly what, but it really ticked him off, and he got the fan ejected from the building. Yeah, it was a... It was a homosexual slur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I always remembered many wrestlers saying the same thing over and over. You can say whatever you want to me. As long as you put you don't put your hands on me, we're, we're cool. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on. I, I think I think the, the culture in WWE has kind of changed. I think people are, I should say, these these uh, performers 
are staying true to that name that they they think they're actors and when the cameras are off they're just regular people they don't understand that they're wrestling fans sometimes take it a little bit too to heart yeah because it's portrayed as real it's not and... real <laughs> it's still real to me damn it <laughs> that i wonder that dude goes to the nwa shows right for real i don't know does he he should be the ring announcer <laughs> all right here he comes to the ring to defend his title Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, I'll just end on this that, uh, look, it's wrestling. Like, I don't condone the death threats, but at the same time, like, I don't know. It, it's wrestling. <laughs> this is what it's been like for years. I remember that story you told me that your Uncle George told me about Freddie Blassie. <laughs> he had a brand new Cadillac. He yep. was working a show, and then they beat the crap out of his Cadillac. They, I think they they burned it, it on, down. They burned it down. <laughs> he lost it and broke kayfabe. He's like, "It's fake, you pencil neck geeks." Yeah, and, and you know what's funny is when I was growing up, my Uncle George would always tell me that story, and I'd always I'd always thought he was like pulling one over on me. Until uh-huh. that one day, you and I were at School of Hard Knocks, and we were talking with Jesse, Jesse Hernandez. And I told him that story that Uncle George told me, and Jesse goes, brother, I was there. It happened. <laughs> and it confirmed it, and I was like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way. <laughs> Jesse's like the Forrest Gump of pro wrestling. He was everywhere. Dude, I got to tell you this story real quick. <laughs> Last week when Jesse came over, we were hanging out. And mm-hmm. I mean, how many people get to say that too, right? Such a legend like Jesse Hernandez. Oh yeah, Jesse came over. We hung out, just so casual, right? But like, so Jesse and I we were hanging out, and he told me the story about a rib that he pulled on Bo Cooper one time. No, and you he, sure you want to share this? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, I don't get. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's public. I think Jesse's mentioned it many times, but uh, uh, so he. Yeah, the story is, uh, you know. Bo Cooper, he has a lot of reputations. Uh, one of them is that he likes to wrestle the smaller guys, which, I, you know, from a certain standpoint, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? A guy his size working with the little guys, it's definitely going to put on a really good story because whether he goes over, he's going to look kind of strong. If the other person goes over, they're going to look even more strong because like, they're putting, you know, putting a guy like him down. So yeah. it, it, it makes sense in that, that aspect. Um, so, I mean, no disrespect to Bo or anything. Also, I'm just kind of relaying a story. I'm not, this didn't happen to me, but, uh, so Jesse, uh, was at, uh, you know, they were getting ready there in Covina one night and, uh, they were testing out the microphones. I guess Bo went up to, to Jesse and was like, Jesse, I need to talk to you and go outside. And so they went outside and Jesse kept the microphone in his hand and kept it on. <laughs> and all, all the guys were setting the ring up. And I guess Bo was like, Jesse, you got to let me wrestle a couple of the little guys tonight because I like to wrestle the little guys. The little guys put me <laughs> over, and you know I, I want to look real strong tonight and have some people in the crowd. And Jesse was just like holding the mic up to him like he was doing an interview, and I guess Bo didn't think anything of it. And they go back in the building, and I guess all the guys are standing there looking at Bo like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit, man. <laughs> 
I still like the rib that we tried to pull on Jesse that one time when I went in there and I, we were trying to remember we were going to prank him and say that you couldn't be at the show. Uh-huh. And we go in there and like you always say this is your favorite way to start a story. Like, I went in there to tell Jesse and Jesse was getting a massage. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, like one of the massage tables and he was just getting a, a, a pat down while Jake was like going over the card with him. <laughs> And I remember I pulled the pulled it on him, and Jesse, I remember, got up. He goes, brother, what, what are we going to do tonight? We didn't advertise the stream, brother. And when I finally <laughs> broke down and told him, and I remember Jake got on to me. He was like, you're you're too new to be pulling pranks. <laughs> yeah. I, like, well, I got your big ass, didn't I? <laughs> that's, what I that's what I love about indie wrestling is, like, you never know what you're going to get when you go there. Because promoters get into these weird deals with people to try to, you know, fund the shows. <laughs> so when like you get there, and shit. Me, yeah, somebody can get me getting a massage or like somebody's <laughs> selling DVDs or herbal like, life. <laughs> like somebody's painting pictures or I don't know. Yeah. Herbal, <laughs> the fucking pyramid scheme of herbal life. Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> solar panels. Like they got a booth for solar panels at a wrestling show. Yeah, like uh, like some kind of filter for your water system. Like, what the hell? Yeah, like, hey, water. I remember that one. <laughs> like, hey, come, you know, join, give a buck in for the fifty fifty raffle, and go donate some blood over there if you got time. Like, <laughs> Whatever happened to the good old days and you used to get a free pancake breakfast at a wrestling show? <laughs> free air conditioning, <laughs> exactly, man. That was some riveting stuff, you know. Yeah, but I, yeah, I feel you. You know, it's, it's interesting. The, the indie wrestling is definitely more up close and personal, in your face kind of stuff. I, I like it. Um, you know, it has, its, it has its ups and it definitely has its downs, as, as we both know. <laughs> I guess that's the good part of it is it's uh, more about the community. So yeah, absolutely. And you know, my my philosophy in life is this. You don't know what a positive experience is without having any negative experiences to compare them to. So you have to have them both. You have to, life is smiles and cries. You know, you may have a bad day one day and, you know, you may say a lot of things and make decisions on a lot of things. And the next day you wake up, you're okay and things are different. You kind of want to, you know, retract a lot of certain things and whatnot. That's wrestling. That's some fucking Chinese wisdom. It's like you can't go down without going up you can't go left without going right you can't <laughs> l- learn how it, it is to be rich without being poor you can't know what it is to have a good meal without being hungry shut the fuck up <laughs> no ham no burger <laughs> yep yep see that clear man no, I, feel, I feel you i feel you feel you dog feel you dog you know one of these days when we know that like we can get away with a lot more which is funny because in real reality, we can just get away with anything we want. Who gives a fuck, right? But yeah. at a certain time, we also have to have standards for ourselves and certain things that we should not talk about and get out. But one of these days down the road, I would love for you and I to definitely do an all-out type of podcast where we can just air a lot of grievances because uh, I know that you got some over on your coast and uh, I got some over on my coast. Well, Festivus is... is- Upon us, <laughs> Festivus. It's time for the airing of grievances. Ah, should should we actually do that? Like air one grievance each. <laughs> I hate it when the referees count to three. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> you mean like when guys are on the outside? <laughs> 
Oh man. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I hate I the. Remember, I. I hate I'm the sorry. pay. I hate the pay line. The pay line. <laughs> the pay line. Just handshake it to me, man. <laughs> Stand in line like cattle. Uh, I know video editors hate it when they have to edit wrestling uh, matches because they usually have to watch the referee's ass for most of the time. So whenever I see people taking pictures, I'm like, if you, you get any of those good referee ass photos, make sure to email it to this guy. They go for top dollar. <laughs> By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I forgot to do a proper introduction to the DA. He is the webmaster of refass.com. <laughs> Refass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get everything from A to Zebra. <laughs> well, make sure you come in one, two, three. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Okay. But they will uh, refunds will be processed on Lucha time, 20 days instead of 10 days. <laughs> Al Kogan's so old, the first guy he pinned, the referee counted in Roman numerals. I, 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 I. Oh, yeah, baby. So sweet to be sour. Okay, so, yeah, I feel I feel for Lana. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We were talking about Lana. So what are your thoughts on the whole situation? I I I don't I don't uh, I don't condone I don't agree with death threats uh, whether you're joking or not just don't do it it's not cool um, I mean like like it's it's different if you say like hey you should go die or you know like go kill yourself like that not no 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 but like you know if you get in an argument with somebody and you're just like yo go take a fucking long walk off a short cliff like yeah. you can't take that fucking serious but if you go out of your way to like DM a celebrity and you're just like I'm gonna slit your throat, bitch. You're a whore. Like, oh, come on, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put your head in the deep fryer. Because <laughs> I'm the Tin Man. I'm the. <laughs> I love that track, man. That's my favorite song of all time, right there, man. The Tin Man song. I, I mean, there's a reason why there's that phrase "go away heat," right? Because you want the person to go away. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but not go away permanently. Yeah, <laughs> just want him to go away from the ring <laughs> and yeah. the business yeah, and my know. screen. Just kind of powder out from for a life. little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. I know you don't like people using insider terms. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking at the timer, how long we've been on the stream right now. We're almost gone Broadway. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> kind of spin it back around that. All right, just real quick so we can... Uh, Wrap things up, just we'll like spitfire. Remember, okay, you know what? Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a final flight to freedom. Yeah. You can just call it and say whatever you want. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy Nick. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Nick G. I hope he's not angry. <laughs> oh man. Oh wait a minute. I know what you're talking about the guy that's not a real manager. <laughs> Uh, let's see if I can start this without it playing the music. Okay, cool. I stopped it. All right, yeah, we're going to play this in the background, and I'm going to spit fire these news headlines real quick, and then uh, and then we'll jump real quick. We're not even going to give, like, backstories to this shit. We'll just real quick run down our TLC predictions, but... Okay. All right, here we go. I'm going to start the music here. Come on. Start playing. Is it too loud? 
Tyson, give me a beat. Okay. <clears throat> Ryan Satin of ProWrestlingSheet.com is reporting that Robert Roode and Primo Cologne have been given 30-day suspensions by the WWE for wellness violation policies. I totally read that wrong. At this time, it's unclear what substances the two were suspended for. That's the first half. Ibuprofen. Huh? Had to have been ibuprofen, man. Had to have been. Jorge Arias, a.k.a. Sin Cara, announced on Twitter that he has been granted his release from the WWE. Arias was at Combate America's pay-per-view last night. Actually, it uh, wasn't really last night. This was on the 8th, so on the 7th. Uh, <laughs> but there's been talk about him doing announcing for the promotion. He oh, was the, another uh, position he can botch in. <laughs> Armbar, brother. He was the second person to play the Sankara character. After Luis Ignacio Uribe Alverde. I hope I pronounced his name right. Probably not. Uh, he left the company. Um, is it Monaco or Monaco? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, in addition to Sankara, WWE has granted Luke Harper and the Ascension a release from the company. Harper has asked for his release earlier this year and has been brought back to television during the summer. After the after the WWE draft, the company stopped using Harper again. As previously noted, Harper recently filed a trademark for the name Brody Lee, which he used prior to the WWE. WWE announced the following, quote, WWE has come to terms with the releases of Jonathan Huber, Huber, <laughs> Sinkara, Ryan Pyramidger, which is Connor, Eric Thompson, which is Victor. Really? His name is Eric, and they called him Victor. Okay. Of the Ascension. WWE wishes them the best in their future endeavors. That article made Vince so angry, he added three more months to Luke Harper's contract. But he was released. It's a joke, bro. Okay. 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 All right. Let's wrap things up here. We got TLC on the award-winning WWE Network this coming Sunday. And uh, so we got the Viking Raiders, Eric and Ivar, defending the Raw Tag Team Championship against To Be Determined. Do you think To Be Determined has any kind of shot against the Viking Raiders? I mean, I haven't watched Raw in a while, but is To Be Determined some kind of new tag team? Uh, I'll tell you about it later. Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't see Viking Raiders losing the belts no matter what, so I think they're going to win the match. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree there. If they don't have a tag team, unless it's like a really big surprise of who they're, and I don't, I can't think of anyone that they're going to bring in. I, I don't see them losing Ooh. the straps. I know we, I know I said we weren't going to like dwell on any of these, but <laughs> I actually have a question because when you said mystery, I was like, oh, what if they brought in the Hardy Boys? Is that why Matt just showed up randomly in his gear, in his Matt Hardy gear, well, I mean, with no explanation? Well, there there is an explanation. You just got to kind of like dig for it. He just recently had a kid, so that's why he got oh. booked. He needed the money. Uh, uh, so he couldn't be on paternity leave. And they were like, "You need to get back to work. This kid needs to eat." He's he's got to pay his rent, so we got to have a benefit show for him. Yeah, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Jeff? Like, isn't he going through some stuff right now? I do think so, yeah. And so I don't think that's going to work out unless they get some kind of... What if they uh, 
I, this is kind of an oddball thought, but I don't know. It just popped in my freaking head, so I'm just going to say it for the, the giggles. What if they do Matt Hardy and Johnny Nitro? Ooh. No, now that would be interesting. I just spitballing. No, that would be interesting. Or, uh, well, and I was going to say, what if they Miz and Morrison, but Miz is in a match later on? Oh, that would I would totally. Yeah, that would be freaking awesome. But yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a tables match: Rusev versus Bobby Lashley and Lana. Well, not and Lana, but with Lana. Rusev needs that win. He really does. Yeah, dude's hot. Yeah, <laughs> not not hot as in uh, I want to bang him, but like the, not, the not that there's anything fire. wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. The, the storyline's really hot right now. He needs the win because he's just been getting beat down. And I mean, I know he's gotten a few high points, but I don't think he's won any matches, right? But well, this past Monday when they did the uh, signing of the divorce papers, uh, Rusev did a belly belly suplex with. Uh, Lashley and, and put him through the table. Mm-hmm. So he's got that going for him. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with you on that one. Um, I, I would, I would love to see Rusev win this match. Um, you know, sure. He got the last laugh on raw, but like you said, as far as like matches and stuff goes, I mean, it's been a while, man. I mean, they, come on, give it to Rusev guys. Give it to him. Let it be. Rusev yeah. And- day. They could probably extend it a little bit longer after do something in the Rumble, probably do something in February, and maybe even do something at Mania just to top it off. Absolutely. Uh, We've got a TLC match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. The Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kyrie Sane, defend against Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. All right, real quick. The last two weeks on Raw, it's like two weeks ago, uh, Charlotte took on the Kabuki Warriors, a one-on-two phenomenal match. Charlotte put on a hell of a fight, but the Kabuki Warriors got the victory. This week, Becky Lynch took them on. Almost, almost got there. Got her ass kicked. And then, of course, everything else happened where they challenged them, got to this title match. So as far as like a two-on-one in both situations, phenomenal match. Now we're going to see Kabuki Warriors versus Becky and Charlotte together as an actual tag team match. The titles will be on the line. It's going to be TLC as a gimmick thrown in there too. Does that excite you? Oh, yeah. I mean, all four of those women, like just any combination of those four and individual singles matches would have been phenomenal. So, I mean, you're putting all four of them in a TLC match. It's going to be great. I just, it seems like they don't know what they want to do with the women's tag team title belts. So I think they're probably going to put them on Charlotte and Becky, but at the same time, they might keep them on the Kabuki warriors. So I'm just going to shrug and say, I don't know. (laughs) They're going to retain. I'm going to go with retain. I, I, I'm with you on that, too. I think they're going to retain. I think they're they're red hot on fire right now. And if you really think about it, a year ago in a TLC match, Asuka bested both Becky and Charlotte. Ah, yes. So she got help with her this time. And, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's uh, yeah, Kabuki Warriors. I like Kabuki Warriors. 
They've been red hot since they got rid of Paige. Uh, we got a uh, singles match, Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. That's going to be a pretty physical match. Those those guys are pretty freaking stiff, and I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy on that one. Uh, I think we're going to differ on this one. As much as I would love Buddy Murphy to win, I think Alistair Black's going to win. Uh, I don't I don't see WWE putting money behind Buddy Murphy. Um. If you had to put money behind either one of them, I think WWE would put it behind Black before they do Buddy Murphy. But I would love to see Buddy Murphy win, but I'm going to go with Aleister Black. I think it's just going to be like when you uh, played roulette. You're going to lose this one. It's a singles match. It's going to be a double count out. We're both going to (laughs) lose. Cesaro get involved or something. I don't know. (laughs) All right. So we got a singles match. I thought this was for the Universal Championship, but apparently it's... I guess it's not unless Wikipedia is wrong here. But uh, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Actually, it doesn't even say The Fiend. It says Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Uh, I don't I don't see The Fiend's uh, train stopping anytime soon. I, I see The Fiend either coming out strong or at least coming up on top for this one. He's, he's definitely winning or... Uh, walking out with the belt. I mean, I don't know if the belt's on the line, but yeah, it, he's winning. Yeah, I don't. I don't see Miz winning this match either. Um, especially going into uh, Royal Rumble and uh, WrestleMania season and whatnot. And you know, yeah, you got to got to keep Bray Wyatt strong. I mean, no offense to the Miz, but you know, if the Miz wins, that's going to kill a lot of momentum that they just built up the last uh, what six seven months with this guy. So I'm going with Bray Wyatt. We got the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The New Day, Big E and Kofi taking on the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. You still like the New Day or no? Yeah, I think the New Day is one of those tag teams that just never gets old. Like, they're always putting on phenomenal matches. And Revival always delivers just as well. So this one's really hard to pinpoint who I'd want to win. I'd go with New Day retaining. Okay. Um, I would be happy with either one winning the match. Uh, either one tag team champions I think would be great. Um, I'm going to go with the Revival on this one. I, I, want, I want Revival to win. Uh, I would love to see them with the tag titles. And uh, we got our last match here. TLC match. Roman Reigns versus Jughead. Uh, I mean, King Corbin. Uh, you like King Corbin? I'm not a fan of King Corbin. I don't enjoy his promo work. Yeah. I think he's good in the ring, though. Uh, I'm actually a fan of his in-ring work. I think he's got a good work ethic, and I actually think he'll win this match. I think he'll go over on Roman Reigns. You think it's possible that uh, King Corbin could be built up to win the Royal Rumble? Uh, if I was to pick uh, right now, uh, yeah, I'd put him as a top contender. Okay. Yeah, last week I did a, a list of uh, five women I think can win the Royal Rumble and five men that I can think can win the Royal Rumble. And um, the uh, Roman Reigns and King Corbin were both on that list, uh, especially with the way they've been building up King Corbin, but also at the same time, like, Roman Reigns has been away from the title picture for a while now. 
it might be time to kind of get them back up in there. But as far as this match goes, I think whoever wins this match will have a greater uh, likelihood to win the Royal Rumble over the other one. You think that would be a fair assessment? I think it definitely helps their momentum, but I don't know if it helps uh, guarantee that they're going to win the Royal Rumble. Um, and then even that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win the belt at WrestleMania. I mean, we've seen in WrestleMania's past, just because you win the Royal Rumble doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win that the, the strap at the, the biggest show of the year. Yeah. Hey, and sometimes you might even try to go for a pinfall in a Royal Rumble. <laughs> that indeed. I know that's one of your Ooh, favorite spots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good shit right there. Um, are you going to watch TLC on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Are you guys, uh, are you taping a, a new uh, two guys drinking on Sunday? Yeah, yeah I believe so, yeah. Okay. We're gonna, I think we're going to start, I don't know if we're going to do it this week or uh, before New Year's, we're going to start working on our 2019 review. Nice. Just are you guys going to do a uh, an episode dedicated to uh, the Rise of Skywalker? Yes, we're going to do that in two weeks. We're going to go plan to go see it together. And uh, as Rob says, please don't suck. Please don't suck. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully we'll be able to tape it right after we see it. So it'll be fresh in his mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I, I want to get his reactions i don't want him to stew you know as i don't want it to stew because I, I think if it if it, if you let it stew maybe it'll affect your opinion more but like maybe i did it like that or i feel you on that uh for those listening uh if you guys don't know da is the co-host of an excellent podcast called two guys drinking with uh, himself and his buddy rob over on ScreenDiscourse.com. You guys should definitely head over to ScreenDiscourse.com and check it out. Two guys drinking. Phenomenal podcast. I, I love the banter that you guys have when you guys talk about movies. Well, I do appreciate it. And as always, I want to thank you, <laughs> Wade Dean. The first personal thank you, right? <laughs> ScreenDiscourse.com for providing hosting for our podcast, Two Guys Drinking. And I always recommend people to go to screen, ScreenDiscourse.com to listen to great podcasts like Two Guys Drinking, and others. And no, always not, visit not, Ring Scoops. Not others. Not others. <laughs> I haven't done a podcast on Screen Discourse in September. I feel <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> you get around to it. You get around to it. I will when I get a wild hair up my ass. Yeah. You know what? I'll probably do one with Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, we maybe we could do some uh, Goldberg podcasts. Yeah. Since we're watching them. I th I think you and I should do a retrospective podcast on uh, Silicon Valley. I would totally be up for that. We talk about some of our favorite memories, you know, of of the show. Uh, just just analyze it. We could talk about how how we have our personal preferences or not preferences, but like how we how we uh, we connect to that show based off of our backgrounds and and stuff that we you know our skill sets and whatnot. And our personal experiences in the uh, technological world and people we've interacted with that have reminded us of characters on the show. I think you and I should get together and we should write a professional wrestling version of Silicon Valley. Oh, jeez. Yeah. 
I think that would be cool. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, ScreenDiscourse.com, check it out. The DA and Rob, two guys drinking phenomenal podcast. DA, thank you so much for uh, joining me here tonight on World Wrestling Radio. I really appreciate it, bro. I oh, well, love thanks having, for having me. I love having you on, man. I, always... I love being on. <laughs> I love being a funny guy. You love being a funny guy. That's that's right. That's right. Uh, I love being on and reminiscing about Stu Hart and Hoo-ri. referring to his daughter as a hooey. Hooey. I think uh, one of these days, I think me, you, and Mac should get together. Not even alive. We would just do pre-taped, and we should just like talk about just random ass wrestling stories. Because Mac has a history of working the Indies, too. <laughs> I don't know why. My mind just went so many different places when you're like, Mac has a history. <laughs> I was just like waiting for the, the oh. his favorite wrestling stories. I'm like, what are, oh, I, wonder what's, I wonder what Mac's favorite wrestling story is. You know, if, you, if you're listening to this, email Wade. What's your email address? <laughs> I want to know. Ringscoops at gmail.com. Ringscoops at gmail.com or contact him on Twitter at Ringscoops. And what's, let him what's, know. What's your, what's your Twitter? Uh, mine is C T. Yeah, C T L Dennis. So at C T L Dennis. And let us know what's your favorite wrestling story so we can all reminisce together. I want to hear about Trina right. Michaels. Oh, jeez. And the and 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 the chic. I want I want Mac to come tell the story about the t-shirt guy with Ric Flair. Oh my God, t-shirts! <laughs> yes, yes! T-shirt. Holy shit, man! Maybe we can get Mac to talk with uh, Kloss and get Kloss on too. I bet you, Kloss, oh, oh God, you just imagine because Kloss has been around. Just imagine the stories this guy's got. Next time you see Jesse, you should take your sound recorder and just get him to tell a story just to play on the podcast. Well, since we're on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock, maybe we can get him to, to do a, a video chat on, on Twitch here. That would that would be really cool. They hear all the slams going on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> well, shit, like, you and I Jesse. did podcasts live from School of Hard Knocks uh, back in 2011. Oh, yeah, I remember those days. Be like, brother, what, what are those, all those slams in the background? Oh, I, you know, I got the, the porn studio running now. <laughs> wrestling, wrestling wasn't working out so well. Oh, man. Hey, uh, real quick before we head out. Remember that time that we were doing a live broadcast of the EWF show and Joe's girlfriend at the time, Promise, got pissed off at Joe because my webcam was so HD that she saw him hitting up on a girl at the double doors in the background? <laughs> Good times. Good times. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in to World Wrestling Radio this week. Uh, I'm the webmaster, Wade Needham, on behalf of the DA, special guest here tonight. Uh, don't forget, World Wrestling Radio every Thursday, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, right here, twitch.tv slash ringscoopsguy and ringscoops.com and prowrestlingtees.com slash ringscoops as well. Until next time, thank you, good night, and be cool.